Hello and welcome to Faith in Business. This is the second hour of our show, Wake Up Our Faith. Uh, we are live, Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM WFBT. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams, we're the co-founders of Uprint, a faith and personal development organization right here in Wilmington, North Carolina. The show is rebroadcast um, on Sundays from 12 to 2 p.m., also podcasted to Faith in Business as an iTunes podcast and Spotify. Appreciate you guys being here today. want to recognize our corporate partners for making this show possible, one of those being the Honeycut Group. This is our exclusive insurance brokerage partner, family-owned and operated for more than 10 years. Chad and his team are very capable in any insurance capacities, whether that be home, auto, life insurance. Be sure to give the Honeycut Group a call, 910-338-1700. Seven three, and we are joined in studio today by Dennis Couts, a new friend of ours. Dennis, what's happening, my friend? Not a lot. Appreciate you having me here. Yeah, it's good. Good to have you. Good to have you. So uh, we're gonna kind of kick off the segment, man. Kick off the the hour here. Tell tell our audience, tell our, our listeners here a little bit more about uh, about you and kind of what's going on. We lost some sound there. That's all right. We'll just kind of then we take our heads, headsets off. Um, but go ahead, tell, tell our audience and our listeners a little bit about you, your story, kind of testimony, and, and who's Dennis? <laughs> Dennis, who is Dennis? That's <laughs> a great question. Uh, well, Dennis started out uh, being raised Catholic, going to church every week, um, knew all the, the prayers, knew when to sit and kneel, knew, knew how to do all I had to do to what I thought be a, be a good Catholic. And, um, but, I, but I didn't find any spirituality while in church. I didn't know that I was supposed to. Um, I, I was, there was, there was no feeling that God was, was there with me. The only, the only real feeling I had of God was, was very, very rarely, like when I would go out on a, on a night with the stars out and I just felt a presence. I didn't have any, any particular vision or anything like that, but it just was a feeling, um, and a chill. It was a warm chill. I can't really fully explain it, but, uh, well, I progressed on. I went to college um, with with really no foundation in in my belief, and and that quickly changed to no belief at all. When I you know I took classes like um, Human Origins, and you know was really led by my instructor, by you know an ex girlfriend, um, into kind of pulling away from from what I my beliefs, if you can call them that, because they were just just very shallow. Uh, so from that point on, I was I was a, an atheist, and and for 17 years on, I remained that way, at varying varying levels. I guess I probably was agnostic first, but uh, um, I, in, in that in that time, I got married, moved to Wilmington, and and uh, had three three boys, uh, Aiden Aiden Finn and Brady, um, great kids, but but I raised them without or with my faith, atheism, my worldview, and. And they they grew up thinking what I thought, you know. I'd, so um, so going from there, uh, in about 2008, I have a graphic design business. In 2008, the, with the market, my my business started started slowing down considerably, and that gave me extra time to go search for things. and And it began with just basic search, and, and part of the searches were were committed to my atheistic beliefs and trying to debate theists. So in that process, though, I was, I was also exposed. I mean, YouTube was, was new to me then, and it was fairly new mm. 
in 2008 and and uh but there was a treasure trove of information and me having time and and wanting to pursue and i, I had I, i'm a visual learner so that was a great avenue for me to learn and i went down many many rabbit holes beyond beyond my atheistic worldview um and it it took me to some dark places and and this was i mean i can't do it justice this uh, over a course of eight years that this was happening um but eventually i came to the realization that the metaphysical there was some truth to it which kind of was about you know was right in the face of my atheistic worldview um i i entertained that possibility and i started searching that way and although i wasn't wasn't ready to accept you know jesus as viable um i did i did look at about every other <laughs> religion out there every other belief and uh so it was i i eventually ended up in you know kind of the 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 new age movement and and saw validity and and i'm i'm embarrassed to say this but that's that's part of my my testimony um so i you know i saw some validity there and there was truths you know and i found truths in a lot of different religions mm -hmm. but none that really stuck mm. um and it wasn't until really i put together pieces of the bigger puzzle and and from from a different perspective not not that i was giving Christianity validity at first, but I was seeing that there's so many different organizations, so many different governments, so many different people and special interest groups that were attacking Christianity. And I didn't know, I didn't have a deep faith, but I knew Christianity, you know, and Christ taught, you know, peace and love and, and mm -hmm. forgiveness. And, and it didn't seem to, to correlate with, with what I was seeing, that the, the attacks were vicious and, and they were they were many from all different angles. So, so that, that was a red flag for me to, to go deeper into investigation there. And, and once, once I did, I, I started seeing more of some validity and eventually more and more. And until I couldn't deny Christ anymore. And, and so I checked into a new direction community church of friends, friends went there and a friend is a pastor there. And, um, and it was probably two or three weeks, and I gave my life to Christ. Awesome. That's great. How are we doing on time? We don't have any sound or anything. Yeah, so. we're good. We got like three minutes here, so we got some, okay. some time. Well, I'll, you, I'll keep it. I'll make sure we stay on it. I'm not going to go down a path. <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, so you, you have been in, in this camp uh, where most of the world is. Uh, and so just take a second, Dennis, and I want to get into, and we can do this next segment or what have you, but what you're doing with your faith, which is really the whole uh, catalyst of our show and what we do. But to get to that point, would you just take a second and explain and give us kind of that worldview, the difference between agnostic, atheist, and someone who's a true believer, uh, a true believer, you know, that Jesus is God. Well, I understand agnosticism is, is, is not, not an unbelief in God, but like, show me first, you know, prove it to me. I'd, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Okay. Um, and then, you know, atheistic worldview is, is I know there's no God because I'm smart and, and I'm <laughs> educated in science yeah. and science tells me that there is no God and scientists and, okay. and to, 
to call to the that community you you to feel smart you want to go along with that um and faith in and i can only speak to myself faith faith trust is is trust in god was was the the defining moment in my life where where i knew he not only not only that god existed but the stories in the Bible were true, that that Jesus Christ yeah. was exactly yeah. who he claimed to be and and died for our sins and rose again and 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 you know the you know the gospel. Mm-hmm. I, I told Dennis and, and I had the privilege to meet with Dennis prior to having him on air today. So I have a little context and I know you haven't had the chance to do that yet. But the thing that I love, Dennis, about your heart, man, is this pursuit. You know, and it's so funny we were talking about that in this this last segment, you mm-hmm. know. The difference between simply, uh, Kevin brought up the point that there's this relentless pursuit, this relentless chasing after Jesus that a lot of people claim as something that's noble. But Kevin made the point is how do you chase something that's inside of you? You know, and I and I love separating kind of the difference here, just about um, you know your willingness. Yeah, you don't have to chase him. Yeah. And I just think it's so awesome, man, in your story, just about your willingness to seek, ask, and knock, and then his willingness to answer. Well, it, well, it was all about truth. My 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 journey started with truth, even though I didn't know what where it would take me. It was I was seeking truth, and and God was along with the along the ride all the time, and guided me toward truth because that's I mean, in my heart that's what I wanted, and and it took me, you know, down way tangents and. A little off track, but eventually, you know, I would eventually get back on on track. And I and I think God God showed me the way I needed to see Him. He revealed Himself in through through my dysfunction, you know, my my inadequacies. He He revealed Himself. He used my own personality. Yeah, it's 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 a beautiful thing. We are going to wrap up the segment here and uh, hopefully take care of our sound issue in the break. But uh, you are watching and listening to Faith in Business. This is the second hour of our show, Wake Up Our Faith. Uh, we have Dennis Couch with us today, and uh, he's going to dive into next segment a little bit more about his ministry, which is King and Cross. So we're looking forward to hearing about that. But don't go anywhere. We're going to take a short break. Hey, this is Matt Ham, one of the co-founders of Uprint, and I wanted to let you know about the Portable Faith Community. Wake Up My Faith is a content-rich, portable community that helps you effectively live out your faith on a daily basis. By removing the common obstacles of too little time and missed opportunity, the Uprint team now makes it incredibly simple to wake up your faith each day in a high-quality way. We offer three membership options to help you get plugged in right where you are, as well as high-quality courses and one-to-one mentoring. Go to wakeupmyfaith.com to learn more. That's www.wakeupmyfaith.com. Hello and welcome back to Faith in Business. This is the second hour of our show. We help you navigate life between Sundays. For most people, that's in business. Uh, We like to interview folks who are doing some pretty cool things out in the world. And today we've got Dennis Couch with us. Dennis was sharing a bit about his testimony and story in the first segment. We're going to certainly dive into more there here in a moment. Uh, Matt Ham, Kevin Adams, we're the co-founders of Uprint, a faith and personal development organization. Our show is made possible by our corporate partners. One of those 
episodes being Melissa the Coach. Melissa is a speaker and personal finance coach who helps people live intentionally by teaching them to manage money the way God intended. Melissa is a good friend. You can connect with her online at Melissa the Coach or MelissaTheCoach.com. Uh, Melissa the Coach at gmail.com is her email address. Phone number is 910-338-9612. Uh, so Kev, Dennis was sharing a bit about his testimony. I want to kind of open up this segment. Uh, do you have a question or a thought you want to add? Plenty. Plenty of them. Uh, I think the, uh, the transition between coming to faith and then carrying that out or living it out. In other words, you're a branch going through you, you're bearing fruit. Uh, and that's really what this segment is about is uh, what does it look like? Faith in business. Business is simply what what do you do during the week? That's kind of our definition of it. So for you, uh, ministry work, however you want to contextualize it, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what it is you do with your faith in that tangible way that we're calling a ministry. But also, what's that like for you, you know, in the middle of the night? Like, what's God put on your heart about it, you know? There's a lot there. Just jump in, man. (laughs) It's exciting. Well, when I I first came to Christ, I was battling the old self. I was, I didn't know this new persona. I I didn't know how to step into the Christian shoes. And it was... It was very difficult for me because I, I was known by friends and family as, as at least uh, not enthusiast about God, um, but I, I wasn't, I, I didn't have a lot. I had a lot working against me as far as being able to, you know, being able to share with my family, being able to share with my community, and, and I was, and, you know, I'm ashamed to say I was embarrassed to be a Christian at that time because I couldn't. I didn't know how to be one in public, and and that 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 was a big burden at first. Over time, it it morphed and into service. You know, I I always felt, you know once once I accepted the Lord, um, I felt a presence in my heart. You know, the Holy Spirit came and lived in my heart. I I felt it, and and over time, he's he's been working on me, and and. And to slowly um, make me into a servant, and and that you know the, the compulsion to serve him was always there. You know, I did various things along the way, but there was there was one thing I, that I, I um, a friend of mine whose grandmother was at a party. We were I just sat with her and just started talking with her, and mm. and you know I was very interested in what she had to say, and and she was she felt you could tell she felt joy in sharing that and and that you know that moved me you know and I thought why why can't I do this in in a care facility because I know there's a lot of people that don't you may not have family or got put there and maybe neglected or or even not I mean we all need need people to hear us and to to know know that somebody cares about them so I with the intent of going in to um, Castle Creek memory care I made arrangements to go in there and, and kind of do that one-on-one well I it either I miscommunicated what I wanted to do or or she mis, misunderstood or God which I think is the answer God's divine hand was all in play. things yeah <laughs> and and from that you know he she put 20 
about 20 people in a room, and I, I didn't know how to minister individually <laughs> to 20 people at a time. Um, and so I, I just started reading from, from Matthew. I didn't, you know, I didn't read well, um, but I, I, that, was, that was what came to my mind. I started reading from the beginning of Matthew. And, but even, even though it was a struggle, um, I came out of it with, with this idea that God put that on my plate and, and to go deeper. Um, and it was a challenge. You know, it was it was a challenge for me to go go further, go outside my comfort zone, because I, I was not very good at speaking in public. I, mm. I was, you know, terrified as a kid. But but that next week I had a little sermon, if you will, and I prepared and I spoke. It was awkward, but it's better than the week before, and so on and so on, and mm. and it just got better. And, and over going on a year and a half, um, that's that's what spurred my ministry and to, to expand into other areas, other facilities in the area and and I've geared up and done the 501c3 with help of my wife and 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 geared up to to really expand expand the ministry and I've already you know we're in five or six we'll be in six different um, facilities which which only started really a couple weeks ago um, and I'm just so excited I'm so excited to share the word. And now, you know, the Holy Spirit has moved me and, and, and molded me into someone that doesn't really think about what other people are thinking. You know, what's that old self in me? We're just mm-hmm. churning it away. But I'm comfortable and I'm excited. And I think it shows when I when I give a sermon how excited I am about the Lord. You know, and I when I when I speak, I, I always want to give the message of, you know, the the motto or the, the the mission statement is is freedom in loved life, and and I want others to see that it's just that if you you live a loved life that God wants you to live, there's freedom, and you know God is the author of love and justice. There's there they seem conflicting, but but I try to explain what what that is. Many many of my audience knows what that is because they mm-hmm. grew up in the church and. Sure. Um, but I, but I also want to know that they have value. Yeah. Just because they're put in or or had to be put in a facility. That's huge. They have value. They haven't lost it. Yeah. And some, some never knew they had it. And, and although this message is good for everyone, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's great to renew their mind to, to let them know that, that I love them, that God loves them, and, and they have, you know, their treasure. Yes. So Love that. But I, but I also speak about you know of course the gospel the gospel is very heavy, and and, and specifically what that is not not just just a a, narr- a a shallow view of it we go in, we go into depth and and that by committing yourself I mean it is a commitment to Christ mm-hmm. it's not just words it, it is a commitment you're sacrificing yourself and I I don't want them to understand that that commitment and what it means and and through that commitment. They can find joy in any situation, you know, at any time in pain and grief and in sorrow. There's you can find joy in God, um, and in in the process, I also share my life, you know, the struggles I'm going through from day to day, and so that, you know, I and I tell them that it's not my ministry, it's not just God's ministry, it's it's theirs as well because they're they're involved and they can be a part of that ministry with prayer with support and they have been and it's been it's been amazing to have 
that support moving forward. Yeah, that's great. Well, I think one of the things that's really interesting is you didn't know how. That's one of the things we teach is focus on the why, not the how, because he's the how. You know, people talk about uh, surrender all day long, and what is it you're surrendering? It's your will, and what does that actually look like? Well, it's the how. It's all the logic. You can't figure it out. The walls of Jericho didn't come down by <laughs> logic. So you're living this out, but you didn't know how. You just knew to go. That's what I'm hearing you say, knowing these people are treasures, your word, God's heart. That's it, man. That's awesome. So faith and business example 101, uh, Dennis didn't know the how, stepped into his faith, and that's what I'm hearing that really gets me. Uh, so I'm sure you got some thoughts. On- yeah, the, the, the powerful thing to me is if, if you do the work of, uh, like we talked about in the first hour, labor to enter my rest. Yes. If you do the work of laboring, yeah. <laughs> then he'll, he'll come alongside and complete it. Yes. And that's the beautiful Stepping part. in. Right. And, and that's where I think, you know, in modern Christian view, it, sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves of having to figure this out, having to, you stress about, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? And he's like, just come after me. And I will give you yeah. what you need to do. And, and, and so that's a, that's a real powerful thought. Dennis, I do have a question, but, but we're going to wrap up the segment here. So I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to get, I want to make sure you have time to, <laughs> to do that. But guys, this is Dennis Couts. Uh, his ministry is King and Cross. And uh, we're going to talk more about that, how you guys can find out about this. But essentially what Dennis said is that he loves to go into these uh, late care facilities, care facilities for the elderly and for those who are in um, kind of possibly recovery and so forth, and just minister to them. Just be there and just bring the good news and be the good news to them uh, just by loving on them. And I, and I love that. That's such a needed thing. And I love what you said. And, and it's the sentiment there of like helping them remember that they're a treasure. Uh, that should be the work of every Christian to everybody we encounter is letting them know that they're a treasure. So, guys, uh, back for more of Faith in Business right after this. At Uprint, we believe that fully developed people are the greatest asset of any organization. If your organization is looking to develop a culture of satisfaction, well-being, and unified purpose among its members, Uprint is the breath of fresh air that will help. Our faith development workshops are geared to help the members of your organization uncover their God-given potential, and work within a streamlined corporate vision from a place of individual value. We work with some of the fastest-growing, most dynamic organizations in both corporate and faith-based settings, and we offer a wide range of faith-driven, personal development, and cutting-edge business leadership topics. To learn more, schedule a discovery call by going to www.uprint.life. Hello and welcome to Faith in Business. This is the second hour of our show, Wake Up Our Faith, helping you navigate life where you spend the majority of your times, and that is between Sundays in your place of business. Madham Kevin Adams, co-founders of Uprint, a faith and personal development organization right here in Wilmington, North Carolina. And we are joined live on the show today by Dennis Couts. Uh, Dennis is talking a little bit about his testimony and his ministry, uh, which is King 
and Cross. We're going to dive into that more in a second. Uh, but I want to recognize our corporate partners for making this show possible, one of those being Physical Therapy Services of Wilmington. This is PT Services of Wilmington. On the web, ptservicesofwilmington.com. Serving southeastern North Carolina since 1983, family-owned and operated. Uh, offices at 17th Street and Porter's Neck. Make sure you give them a call, 910-763-8286. So we've been hearing from from Dennis here about uh, his kind of journey from atheism and searching and and then coming to know the Lord and then being just inspired to action, to step into um, you know these these nursing facilities or nursing care facilities with the, the elderly. And it's just, it's really powerful. But Dennis, I have a question for you, and that is this, is um, having been someone who's gone through this journey of, you know, uh, Catholic Church to atheism, then coming to New Age, then to faith, um, being being all in now, which you said at the break, I'll talk about God all the time. What do you find is the most invigorating part in your experience of what you would say is living out the Christian life? Well, part of that is is, is reading the Word and, and, and seeing what what God has to say, you know, and, and, and understanding it and, and knowing it deeper and deeper the more you read it. Um, and, and the instructions are there and, and just putting them in place in your life. Um, it's, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love it. I was hoping that's exactly where he'd go. So the flip side, what's the, what's the greatest challenge you find? Challenge is stay in trust. Um, when, when I'm there, it, Everything makes sense, and and none can stand against because God's with me. But I take my eye off the prize sometimes, as I think many do, and uh, it's I just need redirection. I'm getting better at it, but um. <laughs> well, the I think uh, the 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 field. You know, there's a mission field beneath our feet, and it's spiritual poverty. And we can go wherever we are, we're going to run into somebody. And you sort of have that feel. This is just, I'm a big feeler. Mm-hmm. But just uh, hearing a little bit of your story and, uh, and just kind of seeing how that unfolded. You know, again, God is the how all day long. Uh, that, it, it, it's just, it, it's, it's like the building your house on the rock. You, you know, you, no one can take that away. It's real and it will work. And that's what you're experiencing, and it's growing. Um, so, <clears throat> I guess just just tapping into, you know, what do you as far as innovation and all that? I mean, you're letting God lead you through this, which is beautiful and organic. But at the same time, I mean, you're dreaming and you're thinking up new things and prayerfully. But uh, so, what type of innovative thoughts are you having? Or I know it's simple and all that, but you know what? What are you dreaming about? What are you seeing ahead? What What gets you excited about this? Uh, just anything, man. What What's What's on your heart about that? Well, about the ministry, I I can see, you know, that I personally can take on so much, and and I'm I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. But I also see the, the possibility of expanding beyond me, bringing on others with with the sim- similar uh, love for God and and love to serve in in, the, in this capacity, and and expand from there. And there's, like you said, there's a huge need for this to 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 sit down with somebody. Because what what ha- happens in, in normally is I'll I'll read a devotional, um, and and then I'll read the corresponding scripture, 
and then maybe a couple more times through that process and, and just kind of go where the, the Holy Spirit leads me. And then, and then I'll go, try to try to go individually and, and pray intercessor prayer with, with each individual. And it gives me time to, to really, you know, really love on them and, and vice versa. You know, it's, it's, it comes back, you know, tenfold and, and it's just, it's just so I can't put into words how rewarding it is. Speaking of that, what are you what are you getting? What's your feedback? Uh, I, I, I we're hearing you, but go into that just for a second or however long you want to. But what are you seeing? What are, what are the responses from from these folks? Responses are are varied because because I you know some are very coherent and mm-hmm. and love the Lord and you can see it in their faces. Others you know are don't show much and they're inaudible. Um, but a lot of them you you can see, especially when you go individually you can you can see their eyes and you can mm. see that that God's getting through to them and and some some there's noticeable improvement in in their attention um and it's grown you know I've built a relationship with every one of them but you know it's and it's difficult and it's, I'm not gonna say it's easy um with somebody who has dementia or, or Alzheimer's who who doesn't remember if you've been there before or sure. or maybe not can't even say a word um, but I know God's working through me, and I can see this fe- the effect of that. Right. Amen. I, I remember Liz's grandmother, my wife's grandmother, um, had a, just a sweetest heart. She's this beautiful Jesus-loving lady, white mm-hmm. hair. I mean, and she led Liz to the Lord. And uh, but she she suffered with Alzheimer's dementia in the latter parts of her life, and she was in a facility for five to six years. Mm-hmm. And I just remember taking the kids. And this is powerful, and I just want to encourage those who are watching or listening and maybe feel moved in this, is that I remember vividly being in the room with her, and she was inaudible, and just feeling the Holy Spirit just say, sing Jesus loves me with the kids. And you just start singing Jesus loves me, and the kids are singing, and all of a sudden she just starts spe- like moving her lips, and, and she's saying Jesus. I mean, she's trying to mm. say Jesus. And, I mean, it was so overwhelming to me mm. that the power of God would overcome you know, this physical limitation of, of speech and so forth. And it was just, it was something I can't even express, but my just encouragement to people um, that, that that might feel led to want to dive into this is be vulnerable enough to put yourself in the position to to step in. And you've got a great opportunity to connect with Dennis to, to do that. And so Dennis, I mean, are you actively pursuing, you know, what that would look like for folks that, that want to kind of get connected? I Partially. I mean, I have the, the website set up, um, kingcrossministries.org. Um, and there you, you'll find the basics of what goes on day to day and, uh, and an invite to, to anyone who wants to, to be involved in, in any capacity. Um, it's, you know, I've, I've got three board members, uh, two from my Bible study and one the pastor from New, New Direction Community Church, and, and they're, they're fantastic in, in that they're mentors, they're, they're brothers, they're, they're lovers of Christ, and I know they'll hold me accountable because I think what I've been, what God's been on my heart lately is, is pride. And, and I can see, I can see the pride in my own life, but I can see that, 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 that tendency can creep in at the, at any crack it, it, it can get into. And, and a lot of times, you know, especially people ministering or, or pastors, they, can be susceptible to that and not know it and, and until until it's consuming 
and and I I want to be con- conscious of that at all times, so that so that I'm not in pride. I'm doing it for the right reasons, and and I don't I don't take a compliment to puff me up when it's not me. I'm there because I love the Lord, and He's letting me be there as a witness to this, and that's that is so amazing. I can't I can't put into words. So, so the connection, again, just make sure we read that off so folks can kind of hear that again. Uh, it's King Cross Ministries. I didn't add the and. So it's K-I-N-G-C-R-O-S-S-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S dot O-R-G. Um, and my, my number, my personal number is 233-1580. Um, it, operations are just me, so, I mean, I'm... I'm happy to hear from somebody somebody has a great idea I, i'm i'm more than welcome to entertain it and or somebody has someone in their like their parent or or a friend is in a facility that i'm not currently have service in. please let me know too so so we can work together maybe to get 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 us in there and and so we can get you know get the word of god there and you are a 501c3 yes sir uh so uh, folks can get on there, and you have a, a way to donate or contribute to your ministry. Yeah, there, you can you can donate online and choose choose various you know one time, monthly, yeah, or, or whatever. But also, you know, there's the addresses there too. So if good, good. Well, anyone that that has a heart for this and sees what you're doing uh, is going to want to do that. So uh, just uh, wanted to make sure we mentioned Absolutely. that this is a ministry. Uh, you know, so. No, it's huge, and, and we encourage our listeners. You know, we bring these people on the show because God kind of leads the conversation, and he leads us to them. And so we fully support uh, Dennis and, and everything you're doing, man, uh, with King and Cross. I just think it's it's beautiful, so needed in our culture today. Uh, we are deeply grateful for you joining us on the air, sharing a little bit about what God's doing, and just to continue to champion you on, my friend. Look forward to carrying on the conversation. You are listening to and watching Faith in Business. Don't go anywhere. we got the final segment right after this. Uprint was built around the idea that everyone matters, and that's why everyone needs to uncover their God-given Uprint. Think of it this way. God wants to leave His fingerprints on the world through yours. We combine the very best personal mentoring with incredible, high-quality faith development courses that bridges the gap between traditional personal development and sound biblical teaching. If you're ready to uncover your why, thrive in your gifts, and live the life of impact you were created for, Uprint is for you. Go to www.uprint.life to schedule a free discovery call. That's www.youprint.life. Hello and welcome back to Faith in Business. This is the second hour of our show, Wake Up Our Faith, where we talk about how to navigate your faith, where you spend the majority of your time, and that is, for most people, in business. The show is about some practical advice, some ideas on how you can begin to live this out, uh, carry your faith with you. One of the things we say is, without faith, you cannot please God. It also applies to business, right, Kev? You can't take it apart, can't segregate it. And uh, that's what we help folks do. So we heard from Dennis Couch today, and uh, Dennis shared a little bit about his story and just appreciate his heart, man, being willing willing to share. Yeah, keep going. 
<laughs> nah, that's, that's it, man. That's it. That's it. So, uh, Kev, with, with kind of what we talked about earlier today and kind of with, <clears throat> with, uh, with Dennis um, as we kind of wrap up the show, what uh, were your thoughts, man, head, heart, all that kind of good stuff? What's, what's a kind of good closing point here? Well, I think, uh, <clears throat> you know, we started off talking about, uh, uh, you, you know, the difference. Uh, people have this idea that they have to, that God's running from them. Uh, better said that they have to relentlessly chase after or go after him. And it sounds noble, but uh, you don't need to do that. He lives in you. He lives through you. And uh, there's a lot there. So uh, painting a better picture of that, one that's way more glorifying to him and less glorifying to us, takes the pressure off of us. So that that's sort of the point. Dennis uh, is a great example of that. You know, he's... Uh, still growing and new in his in his faith and in a sense of a lifetime kind of faith but he's just running with it so he's pursuing righteousness by living out and letting God work through him without knowing the how that was the thing that impressed me is he's just doing it and uh you know when you have that logical mindset to give up the how it's difficult it kind of goes against your wiring but uh but God will do that. And so anyway, so a bunch of elderly folks are hearing the good news and uh, hearing uh, his heart, God's heart, through Dennis. And they're being blessed and probably encouraged. I mean, I haven't set in with it, but uh, I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things is you start getting older and you look ahead or even if your parents are elderly or getting there, you start recognizing, wait a minute, it's real easy to kind of leave them in the dust. So these people that live in these homes, it's it's really sad, you know. I know they get visited and whatnot, but not all of them. And even the ones that do, you know, they've done it all. And we ought to be going and listening to them and sitting at their feet. But even if they can't think straight anymore, whatever's going on, just to go there and love on them and encourage them and know that, like he said, a treasure, they're treasures. So anyway, that's... uh. I mean, I could talk all day about what we just heard. He's very humble. Um, so, but but he's a great example of, of you know, live this thing out. Go. I, I think a cool thing that I that I see just as being you know kind of a co-host of the show and mm-hmm. just as we navigate this with different people, being connected with people all throughout the city. I love putting those puzzle pieces together to see the different hearts of people expressed in different ways. You know, I think about Dennis where he is, and then I think about somebody like Ali Luckadoo who is on, and you've got oh, yeah. Cedric Harrison, and you've got um, yeah. you know Anna Norris, and you've got all of these people that we have mm-hmm. had as a part of the show. And yeah. just for our listeners to go back and check out these old episodes, when you see the tapestry mm-hmm. and the genius that God weaves through his different people, mm-hmm. man, there is no one-size-fits-all to this. I mean, this is so beautiful and right. so unique. Right. And I just want to encourage those folks that, like, you know, just... Be be courageous enough to tap into that thing. Yeah, that, well, that's exactly right. It is. Uh, it's a body, and the body's job isn't to just commune. It's to go out and do the work together. Um, you know, one body, many parts. It all works together. So it, it's. It, I mean, you know, it's being the church. Uh, <clears throat> we we get away from a lot of that language because a lot of people glance at that. And uh, it becomes cliche, and, uh, you know, yeah, I know what that means, without digging deeper. 
But I think one of the best ways to to see to go deeper is to just watch people of all walks of life, all different personalities who have that commonality. How do I take this into the world? And and one of the the best places to do it is where do you spend most of your time during the week? And that's in your business. So, you you know, God has a way of turning who you are into your business uh, if you let him. Hmm. So, and that's, of course, that's what he's done for us. Uh, So, you know, there's no yeah, but here. It's just go. Go patiently. Go carefully. Learn how to listen. It's not reckless, nor is it relentless in the sense that you're doing it. It's just, uh, it's joyful, adventurous, and uh, um, you just see it. You know, we asked a question earlier, what pleases God most about you? And what blesses people uh, or improves their lives most about you? Those two things will go hand in hand. I should have asked that of Dennis, um, and maybe I'll ask him when I see him next. But, uh, you know, I think he's got his answer is what you see him doing right now with uh, King Cross Ministries. I, I, for some reason, I have the song from the Eagles, "Peaceful, Easy Feeling," in my head right now. I just I'm hearing sure. it. That's and, great, and it's just that beautiful kind of melodic tune of "I Got mm-hmm. a Peaceful, Easy Feeling," and and I really feel like that that is the heart of living out the Christian life. Like you know, easy might not be a a good word because there are challenges and trials and difficulties, and as mm-hmm. you said, you know, yeah. Jesus was perfected through suffering. Right? Mm-hmm. There's those moments, but it is it is yeah, he learned obedience through, through suffering. suffering. That's right. Yeah, he, our, he's our, our, our he is his strength is perfected in our weakness. Not to correct you, but I just want to call the scripture the way it is. It, to, to me, it's just it, there's a, there's a power in um, just embracing the peacefulness and joy of it. And I think that so often we get wrapped up in all of the logic and all of the how and all of the stressors and all of the pursuit and all of the nobility, and we just yeah, lose right. sight of the fact that like you know we get to be this blessing. We get to be a vessel, the one we created to be, and go and yeah. do it. And that just my heart is just for people to step into that fully, and instead of um, you know really strangling it off and holding on to it too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I think uh, you know it, it. There's a lot of people stuck at this place where they feel like they've got to do it, and uh, because everything's come through this one uh, mindset, <clears throat> you know, it and, and our acronym for it. Uh, excuse me, is age, you know, anointing gifts, uh, effort. So the way God teaches us is you have to understand what your anointing is. You have to understand what is already blessed, why you're made. And that's what we teach people or help them uncover. Once you know that, then you apply gifts, uh, and then the effort comes from that. That's the heart moving the hands, and that's the way piece of fruit comes through a tree. It's the way everything works. Holy of holies, outer, you know, inner, outer court. It's it's everything we see in Scripture. But uh, the way the world teaches us to do it is absolutely backwards and opposite, and that is go work hard, and maybe, maybe your gifts will be used in that environment. Uh, Maybe they won't, maybe they will. And then hopefully one day you can ask God to bless it all and anoint it, and it's totally backwards. So when you think about it, you got to start with what's in you, what's he doing, what's anointed, who are you, why. He did all that. 
you are literally his idea. You're attached to a good outcome. So go there first and yield. And that's a way better way to get started, way more efficient. And, uh, you know, I think Dennis is doing that in his own way. And he's very self-deprecating and, and humble, but, uh, but he's doing it. He can't not do it. You know, it's anointed. Right. So his gifts are popping out of it. And then he's doing the effort part because he can't not. He has to. He loves it. It's energizing. Hard work becomes energizing. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to encourage folks that if, if you're kind of in that season of life, we call it vocation frustration. We talked about it on the ride yeah. over here. Right. So many people come to us and they're just like, you know, I'm struggling with my job and I don't love yeah. what I do. And there's this consternation is that, you know, God, God is stirring up your discomfort for a reason because he wants to draw something out of you. And, and you have to be willing to get beyond uh, that discomfort and really press to what's underneath the surface. Yeah. And so that's what we do uh, in our one-to-one mentoring program, executive mm-hmm. coaching program, all the above. And so, yeah. you know, if you're a regular listener to the show and you've never um, taken that next step to kind of begin to customize, you know, your experience and, and walk with someone intimately, you know, it's just uh, be remiss not to say that uh, we'd love to connect with you and do that. You know, Kevin heads that up, and he's incredibly gifted at drawing out your gifts, and I know he would love to sit down with you. So if you've never um, experienced that, would would certainly in- encourage you to give us a call. That's info at uprint.life would be an email address there. Um, Kevin? Ah, <laughs> Nick Craig. I knew it. <laughs> uh-huh. He's that good. Thanks, man. My man. That's great. I'm just listening. Yeah. <laughs> Peaceful, well, easy feeling. Yeah. By the way, Matt, uh, the event guy, the speaker, you need to get him in front of your audience. Uh, <laughs> that's his gift shines, and that's God it. works through it. Many, so. many thanks, Kev. Guys, have a great week. We'll be back next.